41 of College Sports Today. You're listening on WLRZ 99.3 FM, and you're also listening on LRN News. You can find this show at therinian.com, Spotify, and rss.com as well. This is Hamilton Neal, your host, and today we're talking all things women's college basketball, and specifically all things UConn women's basketball. If you didn't hear, last week, UConn women's basketball star Paige Becker suffered a torn ACL a torn ACL in her left knee. This was back last Monday, and with this injury, she will miss the entire 2022-2023 season. She suffered this injury in a pickup basketball game. That was according to the school's release, and the MRI that came later confirmed the ACL tear. Now, she did undergo successful surgery at UConn Health last Friday, and with this now, UConn has to pivot. They have to pivot completely. This 2022 season was set to be kind of a revenge tour for UConn, but not just for UConn, but also for Paige Beckers, because last year she missed 19 games, tibial plateau fracture, missed half the year. Now, despite that injury, she did come back, lead them to the national championship game. They lost to South Carolina. So before this injury, it was really about Paige getting bigger, faster, stronger, this team coming back together and trying to complete the mission. But now that mission and their quest to complete it gets very, very, very difficult. Because with Paige Beckers, not only do you have such a potent scorer, but a gifted passer, a true leader, a team player in every sense of the word. She's really the model player, the model superstar that you want to have. She's humble. She carries herself the right way. She puts her teammates first. And now without her, they lose all of those things that I mentioned. Now, as you'll remember, the 2020 season was legendary for Paige. National Player of the Year led them to the Final Four, averaged 20.1 points, 5.9 assists, 2.3 steals. As I mentioned, the sophomore year didn't go quite as planned. 19 games missed. Did go to the championship game, but... With only half a season played, she averaged 14.6 points, four rebounds, 3.9 assists per game. And along with the loss of Beckers now, UConn also loses Kristen Williams, Avina Westbrook, and Olivia Nelson-Nadota to the WNBA. And now with Beckers out of this lineup, UConn has lost 52% of its scoring output from last season. That number is according to ESPN Stats and Information Research. Now, the Huskies' leading returning scorers are AZ Fudd and Caroline Ducharme. Ducharme underwent left hip surgery in April, so she has had her own injury issues in her time at UConn. Fudd missed some games last year due to a foot injury, so everyone is starting to get healthy, but now with Paige Beckers out, like I said, they completely have to pivot. And the major impact, of course, comes in the backcourt for UConn because Paige Beckers is a point guard. Now with Beckers out, Nika Mill is the only true point guard on this roster. She's coming into her junior season, is someone that in her time at UConn has not been a force on the offensive end. 
I think she has potential offensively, but has not had as much confidence offensively as she has had on the defensive end. She's elite on that side of the ball. She was Big East Defensive Player of the Year last year, has thrived as a defensive leader. But to fully make up for Paige's absence, or at least try to, Mule has to become more of an offensive threat. Along with that, Ducharme and Fudd, they have to knock down three-point shots. That's what they do. They have to be consistent, and they have to remain healthy. Because UConn is down to 10 players. That's all they've got. They don't have the necessary depth to see any more injuries come through. Another X factor on this roster is Lulo Pesenichal, transfer from Fairfield. She is the one player that can do some of the things that Paige did. Come off screens, hit pull-up jumpers, etc. But is not a true point guard, is not a pass-first player, plays the off-guard spot. So that's the backcourt situation. Fudd, Ducharme, Mule, and Lulo Pesenichal. Four healthy backcourt players. And again, on the interior, they do have Dorka Juhas, Aliyah Edwards, Ice Brady as a freshman coming in, but the big impact comes in the backcourt, obviously. Now let's take a look at Becker's collegiate and pro future in the wake of this injury. In October of 2023, Beckers will turn 22 years old. That means she will be able to enter the 2023 WNBA draft. Beckers previously has said that she has no plans to enter the upcoming draft and she wants to stay all four years at least. Now, again, with the extra COVID year, she could stay till 2025. And with this injury year now, she could stay until 2026. But again, as I stated, she has said she has no plans to enter this upcoming draft. So don't expect that. And not just is it because she wants to win a national championship or maybe even more than one national championship at UConn, but the NIL opportunities could provide even more money than what she would get on a WNBA team. And association with the UConn brand, honestly, that's bigger than any WNBA team. It really is. And the NIL opportunities, they allow her to make the most of her popularity with UConn. And she is the face of women's college basketball. And as long as she is in college, she will be the top name, the top face. But when she goes to the WNBA, she'll be a hyped rookie, but won't be the best player in the league like she is the best player in college. So, again, as I said, because of the COVID year, she could stay till 2025 or all the way till 2026 now due to this injury. And now let's talk about UConn's tough non-conference schedule. Because every single year, they are playing tough, tough opponents. Not necessarily in the Big East Conference, but in the non-conference. That's how they're getting their resume building wins. And in the first month of the season alone, they're playing Texas, North Carolina State, Duke, Notre Dame, and either Iowa or Oregon State. Either Iowa or Oregon State, that'll be at the Phil Knight Legacy Tournament as well as the Duke game. That one will be played there also. The Duke contest, that's going to be their first game in that tournament. And whether they win or lose, it'll be either Iowa or Oregon State in the next game. And then they have South Carolina. That's on February 5th, 2023. So that's not till well into the second half of the season, towards the end of the regular season. 
And it's a South Carolina team that I think is going to be ranked number one again. They're going to be the favorite to win it all. And that's a South Carolina team who returns Aaliyah Boston. They return a lot of other pieces. Bria Beal, Zia Cook, Victoria Saxton is back. You just go down the line. They're the best team in women's college basketball yet again. So I do see that as a loss for UConn. Texas is going to be a very tough out. I think they could very well lose that game. I think they do beat Notre Dame, NC State, and Duke, along with Iowa or Oregon State. So out of all of those games, I see maybe two losses. I think some people are overreacting a little bit and saying, well, UConn could lose five, six games here. I really don't think so. I think they're going to be very competitive. I think they're going to be yet again among the top ranked teams in America. And even without Paige Beckers, they're going to be pretty, pretty good off until the NCAA tournament. They're going to be in good shape. But once the tournament comes around, that's a whole nother story. And if you remember last year, UConn played Louisville. That was without Paige Beckers, without AZ Fudd. They nearly won that game. They took down Tennessee without Beckers. That was with AZ Fudd. So they can compete and beat quality teams without Paige. We've seen that. But when it comes to winning a national championship or even trying to get to a 15th straight Final Four, you can't bank on that. You just can't without Paige Beckers. And by the time the South Carolina game comes around, UConn probably will figure things out. Because Gino, Chris Daly, this whole staff, they're going to have a plan in place. And they have more time now knowing that Paige won't be playing. Because remember, last year it came right after the Notre Dame game. That was in December. So during the year they had to pivot and that was very tough to do. Now they have the opportunity to put a plan in place. We're still in the off season. We're still a couple of months away from the regular season. So I think UConn will be better prepared this time. But no matter what they do, even if everybody raises their game, you're not replacing the impact that Paige Beckers has. Again, as I said at the top, with leadership, scoring, passing ability, all of those things, just bringing the juice. She does that. She plays with passion. And that passion, that goes to everybody else on the roster. When you're playing on the court with Paige Beckers, you want to play for her. You want to win for her. You want to win with her. And we saw that when she came back. Came back at the end of the regular season last year. Played through the tournament. And they almost won the national championship against all odds. But if you thought last year was a long shot, it really wasn't compared to what they're facing now. Because there is no return for Pagebackers in 2022-2023. So... This has a major impact, not just on UConn, but on other teams, opening the door for other teams to try to go win a national championship, get to a final four, maybe. So the impact runs deeper than just with Paige and what's going on with UConn. It affects everybody else. It affects women's college basketball. And not just with that, but also with viewership, with popularity. I mean, with Paige Beckers, you have a face for this game. And yes, Caitlin Clark is super popular. Aaliyah Boston is popular. But Paige Beckers is miles ahead of everybody else. Miles ahead in terms of popularity, just visibility, all of those things. So 
With this episode, we have tried to fill you in as best we can on the Pagebacker situation and fill you in on what UConn is gonna be facing this upcoming season. Now, again, we're into the month of August here on College Sports Today. This is episode 41. And we are going to have Lenore Ryan stuff coming up. We are getting very close to the start of the fall sports season. We're going to have college football stuff coming up on the show. We're going to have more college basketball stuff, anything relating to collegiate athletics. We're going to do our best to get it on this show, locally, nationally, whatever it is. So with that said, that's all we have for episode 41 of College Sports Today. As always, we have enjoyed bringing this episode to you. And as always, we want to give a special thanks to everybody at Lenore University, the College of Fine Arts and Communications, and WLRZ 99.3 FM. This is Hamilton Neal signing off. I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening.